You are listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break, episode number 84. Hey, today I have Justine Misson back in the studio. I talked to her a few months ago. I don't know if you remember, it was on episode 55, and it's called Growing a Six-Figure Wedding Photography Business. So when I got Justine on the episode last time, she talked about her goals, which was retiring her husband, growing a six-figure business and building something that she was proud of. And only a few short months later, I want to check in on her and see how she's going inside her business. She's also inside the six-figure business map and she's a big part of the community there. She's always out and about helping everybody, getting in the Facebook group. She was three-hour drive down today for a brunch with all the people from the business map in Melbourne. And um, yeah, it's always makes me so happy when we have people that are very active in the community that are helping people, bringing people value. And um, her last episode, episode 55, if you haven't listened yet, is one of the most downloaded episodes on the podcast. So everybody did get around it. People loved hearing her story and everyone's going to be so excited to hear from her today. Hey, Justine, how are you? Hey, good. Thanks, Jai. How are you? I'm good. We're using one microphone today, so we're, it's a little bit dodgy, but um, this is last minute. She just sort of came over to the studio and we thought, why not do this? So let's dive in. Last time I talked to you, you were building a six-figure business and, you know, you joined the six-figure business map and you're like, I'd love to have a sustainable business so then I could have my husband work as a videographer and build something up. Can you tell me sort of leading on from the last time that we spoke, maybe if you can tell me if you've hit your goal or haven't hit your goal and then sort of the process that you've been taking along the way to go towards your goals? Totally. Since talking to you last, I have basically obliterated my goals. It's really cool. But yeah, hit six figures. Didn't even realize it. I was sort of sitting down doing some book work and I was like, holy crap, there it is. Did it. So that was really exciting. And then pretty soon after that, my husband, Nev, got home from work and was just like, hey, I don't like doing this job anymore. I really want to do something creative. So we just said, just quit. End of the week, just quit your job. And he did. And I kind of thought we might go broke (laughs) because we were totally winging it. But here we are months later. He's booking nearly more work than me. People are inquiring through the website saying we want Nev. So (laughs) it's really awesome. Yeah, you must feel really proud to um, have hit a goal like that. Like it's such a big milestone and so many people are even too scared to go after the goal. And so not only did you go after it, you actually hit that unrealistic goal. Yeah, it's, I I can't even really explain it. Like I sort of looked back at like the first time I ever wrote down my 90-day goals, which was when I started the business map back in May last year, I think it was. And yeah, like just looking at them now, like it's almost laughable. The, like the mindset changes that have happened. It's amazing. It's funny how fast we grow and how quickly we grow and how when you hit that goal, you do kind of like level up and then you got a new floor and a new ceiling. And then it's easier when it's a new floor because you know where the threshold is, but then you still feel the same because you've got a ceiling, don't you? And then there's something more that you want to reach. There's something else that's in your way. Totally. Like I can't imagine ever feeling like, I've made it or I'm successful. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. Like maybe that sounds depressing. I'm not sure. But like, as soon as I hit a goal, it's like, okay, how can I, how can I two times it? How can I 10 times it? How can I be bigger and better than I was before? So I'm just constantly striving to figure out how I can make it more amazing. So good. So one thing that really strikes me about you, Justine, is 
like I, I preach a lot of things to a lot of people and not everybody takes everything on board and goes with it. Not everybody implements things. And I think like we've had mentoring sessions and things as well as the business map. And what I notice is you don't just listen, you sit there and listen and write things down and then you go and take action and you take the right amount of action to get those unrealistic goals. And I think there's not really many people that do that because they will get the framework and then they'll see the framework. And then there's usually reasons why they can't just go for it and like take actions right now, or they still don't have the clarity that they need or whatever it is. But you don't just go in and do it. You do it to the extreme as well. Like you actually listen to everything and then you go and do all those things. So tell me about that process of like leaving that self-doubt, going all in and believing in yourself like that. Well, basically I didn't want to leave any money on the table. I think, for example, the first time we spoke on the podcast, I was going through my rebrand, like whole new web design, new copy, everything was changing, business name, like everything was going to be completely different. So I spoke to you because I think it was a few weeks out before I launched. I just wanted to get some ideas about building hype and not realizing that you were going to give me like months and months worth of homework to do pretty much. Um, and I thought, Jai is going to see this and I need to do the things that he said. Um, and it was pretty terrifying. And there was a lot of, there were a lot of times I thought, I'm, I'm, I can't do that. That's too much work or I don't have the money for that. But I just thought, no, I really, I don't know. I think the best thing to do was sort of investing in a mentor or a coach, I think, and just having someone to hold me to account because otherwise I wouldn't have done anything and I would have just been sitting here thinking, where are my leads and what's going on probably. So so do you feel like that accountability is the thing, you know, knowing that I was going to look on your Instagram and, and stuff like that and having that in the back of your mind, like I've already got the answers now, I need to take the action. Do you think the accountability is the thing that's really helped you? A hundred percent. Like if I didn't have someone, I guess, not only cheering me on, but kicking my ass, I don't think I'd be really doing anything, I suppose. And it got to the point where it's like, okay, Nev's going to come and work in my business and I don't want to go broke. So I really need to make this work. And I was like, you know, I've got this advice here. I should probably take it because you're going to see. You're also a mum and you're also a wife and you're also a business owner and you're also part of your community. Like I think a lot of us, we make up a lot of reasons and excuses of why that we can't be as, as successful as we want to be or like grow a business, you know, that we're proud of and all that kind of stuff. But for some reason, I feel like I can see it for you instead of holding you back, instead of being the anchor, it's almost like the driver. It's like the motivation. You know, you've got your family, got your husband, building a business that you're proud of, but also supports him that he can work in and then he can give up the job that he didn't love. Like all that kind of stuff. Do you feel like it's something that like, you know, gets you out of bed and absolutely strengthens your drive? Absolutely. It can be a bit scary sometimes. I feel like it's a lot when you really think about it. But yeah, like I've got these people relying on me, I guess, and I'm doing something that I love. So I just have to break through those barriers sometimes. Sometimes in my mind, it's like, oh, you know, it's too much. You should really just go and get a normal job and be a normal person. But I really, I really love what I do and I know I can make it work. So it really is the driving force. Because uh, you, I wouldn't say you're very average. <laughs> and I always say like the people inside the business map are not average because they've already signed up to something and they're not taking average, you know, actions to get the above average results. But for the average person out there that kind of gets a little bit of overwhelm and stops their progress, and I won't say average because that, it actually sounds like a terrible thing, but like for someone that's like 
not they're not average, but they're getting average results because they're feeling overwhelmed or they don't have the motivation, they don't have the drive, they don't have the right mindset. What do you think for you, like working on the most has actually moved the needle in terms of like thinking about like your mindset, your confidence or like whatever it is on the spectrum of business, basically? I'm going to say it's 100% mindset. I feel like you can find anything on YouTube or Google or you can pay a coach to help you with your marketing or your branding or anything. Like you can pay for anything, but you really have to get in and do the work on your mindset if you want to make any changes. I know when I first started, I was just doing family photography and it was really just a hobby. Like I didn't see it going anywhere, but I know I I tried to keep it affordable and make it so everyone could have it. But then, you know, it started to wear me down and it was a grind. And I soon realized that like, you can't be everything for everyone. And that took a lot of work. Like, if, yeah, if I want to serve people, like I need to be able to do it well. So definitely mindset. That's huge. And I think not enough people say no to things and know exactly who they're serving or exactly what they're doing. So it sounds to me that you kind of have a fair idea, like a lot of clarity around now who you're serving, where you're serving, how you're serving them, all that kind of stuff. Do you feel like you know exactly what you're doing? I wish I did. I kind of do sometimes. Like some days I feel like this is too easy. It shouldn't be this easy. And then other days I'm like, you know, where are the people? Like who am I looking for? Who am I trying to talk to? But I think it's just, I don't know, I just keep being me really. It sounds so stupid probably, but I just keep attracting people who are like me. Yeah. I mean, there's the keys to the castle. Showing up, being yourself, allowing people to fall in love with your personality, your business, your ethos, your the culture that you create around your business. And that's another thing, like I've been talking a little bit about marketing lately and creating culture. So going in on that with your brand, with your business, the colors that you use, the language that you use, we're just talking about the copywriting on your website and all that kind of stuff. Have you ever thought about how that creates culture and on your Instagram, everything around the story that you tell your clients? So when I'm saying story, I'm talking about everything as a whole, you as a brand, like, you know, your husband's in there, everything out there on the table and how that creates culture for your business. hundred percent. We're always, we always speak how we speak. Like when you get an email from us, it's full of probably errors and it's all very, I don't know, (laughs) the way that I talk is what you're going to get when you receive an email from us. And everything on the website, it's very designed to attract people who are like-minded and I guess repel people who we know wouldn't be a good fit for us. I used to have some trouble, like I work in a small town and I would work with a few clients who maybe didn't have similar values to me and maybe made those very known. I like that everything about me, like my website is so me, it's crazy. Like people know exactly what they're going to get and exactly what our values and morals are when they when they go onto our Instagram or read our about page. So, Yeah, it's really like it helps you stand out so much when in a world when everyone's trying to fit in, you guys are trying to stand out. And it's funny because like marketing goes to the person that knows who they're talking to, speaks the loudest or has something to say that's worth listening to. And when someone's not regurgitating someone else's brand, marketing, stuff like that, it becomes worth listening to because it's something new or it's authentic and it's um, it could be vulnerable. It could be so many different things. And I feel like you mix so much of that together with how you bring in your family and how, you know, you showcase the area that you work in, the community that you work with and all that kind of stuff. So 
Let me ask you right now, like with the six-figure business map, because I know there's so many people on here that want to hear a little bit more about that. Like, do you feel like having not just the framework, but the community that you're just like the people that you're meeting right now, do you feel like there's good culture inside there? It's exactly like feels like your tribe where your people are and it's helped you grow a lot? I feel like the business map has probably been the contributing factor to pretty much the upward trajectory that I'm having right now. The Facebook group is worth the fee to get in there alone, like let alone like all the content that's there. That's amazing. Like just being around people like that. Like I I drove three hours for brunch today. Like people don't do that. (laughs) I've made so many friends and it's, it's amazing. Like it's a great culture and everyone just lifts each other up and you don't really get that when you're just working from your house most of the time. Yeah. And I know for myself, like, um, and someone said this to me in the group call today, it's like, Jai, you need, like, if you're serving people, you also need to be served. And like, if you're feeding people, you know, knowledge and inspiration, like you need to be fed as well. And it's so interesting because like, you know, I get it from all the places that I get inspired by and the books that I read and my business coach and all that kind of stuff. And I get that same feeling. And then when I go into the business map, like I try and bring that as much as I can into what's happening there with like knowing, like I love sharing my wins and feeling proud of what I do. And, and also it's not just about sharing wins. It's also like when the low moments as well, feeling like everybody's in this together. We we're trying to navigate through hard times or we're trying to make the best of what we have really. Absolutely. Having that community through lockdown during uh, when Australia was mostly in lockdown in Victoria, I really needed that. I think like no one was shooting, we weren't really getting our cups filled by outside influences, I guess. Everyone went online. So it was just really great to, you know, when you can't go out and have a coffee with your friends to actually just be able to let people know how you're feeling and have a chat and know that there were other people going through the same thing that you were. And, and it's like that all the time, not even during COVID. Like they're just always there. So just to um, put out some hard hitting advice, I know there's so many people listening to my podcast right now that have a full-time job. They wish they could be in a position where you are, or they would wish they could retire their husband to come work for them, or just to even start out in the business like this or scale up a business, six-figure business within six months like you have. Can we get some practical tips from you when you're thinking back on the last six months? Like what is something that's really moved the needle that you've gone in relentlessly and, and absolutely worked on? Um, well, I'm definitely not a financial advisor, so, but I can say just going all in, like being relentless, you kind of have to be. Like I can't say, you know, we made this plan or whatever. Like Nev literally said, I'm sick of my job. I don't want to do it anymore. And he quit a week later. Like that was pretty terrifying. We didn't have the funds to back us up. We didn't have the work booked. Like I literally just sat down and I had a look at all the weddings I had coming up and I wrote them an email saying, hey, we offer video. If you want it, here it is. And surprisingly, like so many of those people booked when we didn't even have anything to show them. We just, (laughs) we went and did a styled shoot and made that happen. And yeah, I don't know. I guess if you want something, like you really like show the universe that you want it. Yeah, so you're saying- Ask the universe for it and then show them that you want it and then put it out there directly. You think that's the thing that's the game changer? I do. It probably sounds a bit woo, but I fully believe in setting intentions. And if if we sat there and thought, oh, you know, maybe, maybe Nev, you should keep your job until the end of the year or something, or, you know, you shouldn't quit now because now's not a good time. Like when is the right time to do something like that? Like, is there ever you can plan it? 
you can always plan it. You can just keep planning and planning and planning and never take any action. But we thought, you know, if we actually want this to happen, like let's take the action. So yeah, he quit his job and started booking weddings. So I think inside the course, like right now, we've got yourself and we've got Steph as well that sort of hit six figures in three months or whatever it was. And I kind of want to do a podcast episode of both of you guys because I'd love to like pick your brains to see like what's going on there. But one thing that I see, because I'm looking, I'm always looking around, like what makes someone different to someone else? And what I've found with you is you're always looking for answers, but you're never looking for excuses. And then the same with Steph, there's so many things that could be in the way. And I've noticed she's always looking for the answer and she's never, she's always looking for the solution, never looking for, for the problem. And a lot of us, we find, we look for the problem and we find it because we look for what we, you know, whatever we put our energy into is what we find. And so if you're always looking for the solution, for instance, like the solution, how can I get my partner to quit his job? Oh, he just quit his job. Okay. So now how can I get the income? Okay. We just sent some emails and now people have booked us. Okay. Now we've got some income. Like, how can I book some more work? Like, so your process is never, well, if it doesn't work out, you know, and start looking at the problems, like then it's going to be a problem because I've got kids. And if it doesn't work out, you know, this and that. So do you feel like yourself just going in with looking for the solution, looking for the dream, like looking towards what you want instead of getting distracted by all the things? Because we know there's so many things that can stop us in our tracks. Do you think that's really helped you get the success as quickly as you did or have? hundred percent. There's so much noise out there. And there were so many reasons why Nev shouldn't quit his job. For example, like he's never shot a wedding. He didn't even know, he didn't even have a camera. Like <laughs> we, we had nothing. Like we just thought, well, let's try and make this work. But I know I'm never going to go broke. Like I might not always be doing what I'm doing now. Like if I need money, like I'll babysit some kids, I'll drive for Uber. Like I'll, I'll always find a way to make money. So I'm not scared of that. Like I think it's good to, I don't know, give yourself some perspective. And I just had to look back on what I'd come from. Like, I remember when I first started photography, I was like, if I can make $500 a month, that would be insane. That would be amazing if I could do that on my own. And it's now, now it's like, how can I make $5,000 a week? It just keeps growing and growing. And yeah, and I, I think it's just not being scared. Like there are a million things that could go wrong, but like, why would I focus on that when I know that like, if I do a few things right, I'm going to make it. Yeah. And so many of us like focus on the fear and it can even be the fear of failure. And then from focusing on the fear of failure, we end up failing because that's what we're focusing on. I love just seeing like your mindset, the way that your mind's just ticking over. You're always looking for that opportunity, like wherever it is and the bright side. And I know for a fact that things haven't been super easy for you. It hasn't been easy the whole way. It hasn't been just mountains and sunshine. It's also been mountains and valleys. And anyone that's had any success know that and can see that without even saying anything because it's like, oh man, I've been there. I've done that. I do that. You know what I mean? And like, so the way that I'm always like analyzing, I'm like, okay, here's someone that's like pushing through and continues to push through and inspire people. And there's so many reasons why you couldn't do it, including having kids, you know, it's like, what about their safety? What about security? What about these things? But I feel like yourself as being a creative entrepreneur, you're like inspiring your kids now. That's one thing I always wanted to do. Like before I had kids, like I, my upbringing was, it was a bit unconventional probably. There was a lot of, my household was dramatic pretty much. And yeah, like a lot of domestic violence and just really toxic a lot of the time. And I know 
my mum would always try to be very practical and she thought she was being helpful by telling me, you know, just <laughs> I wanted to be a rock star when I was 14 and it's all I'd talk about and I was playing the bass and I'd go and see bands all the time and she's like, you know, you're being stupid, like don't be so ridiculous, you know, no one ever makes it in that industry and so yeah, it was pretty hardcore at times. Like I, I had a lot of confidence issues and I had really bad views of money and people who had money because we never had a lot of it. So I really had to re-educate myself pretty much. And I couldn't think of anything worse than just, I don't know, watching bills roll in and being stressed about it in front of my kids or whatever. Like I just, you know, things come up all the time. Things come up that are scary, like things that I thought would have held me back not that long ago. Like, oh, I don't want to make too much money because I'm going to have to pay all these taxes. Like now it's just part of life. Like, and I just want them to not be afraid of anything really. I, I want them to have someone who's telling them they can succeed because I feel like from where I've come from and the mindset that I had, like if I had have had someone encouraging me, like it wouldn't have taken me till I was 30 to learn all this stuff. I want them to have it now. Yeah, it's amazing how we change up everything based on like what we went through, what you went through, and then, you know, serving it to your kids in a different way so they have the opportunity from such an early age. And I think you should be so proud of yourself for doing that as well. Such an amazing achievement, if not everything else. I think like we all define success differently and a lot of us, and I talk a lot about like the six figures and stuff like that, but that's just like a way to measure something, you know. And I think um, a lot of us, we don't put enough weight on like the impact that we have for our community, for our best friends, for inspiring them to go out on their own, to do their own thing and for your family, for your kids, for them to go on out and start in a band and becoming a rock star because, you know, mum said that I could do it, you know, not that I couldn't do it and things like that. And I think it changes like going back to the culture, it changes like the culture like in your family and in the business and for your clients and all that kind of stuff. So I think you should be really proud of yourself for all the stuff that you're doing that's a knock-on effect from your business. But <laughs> where do I go from there? Thank you. It means a lot coming from someone like you. You've taught me a lot. Okay, so just to sort of like wrap things up, I want to just get a little bit deeper in Maybe just a couple of, because uh, I know a few people are going to be listening right now going like, give me, give me the secrets, like I need the secrets. Like, can you give us just a couple more things on getting the courage to start your own business like you have and continue to do it and push through until it's successful really fast? Like, is there something there that helped you with motivation? Is there something there that's, you know, a really strong why? Is it the why that gets you out? Is that the thing? Is it... Like what is it that people need to be looking for when they want to replicate, you know, what you have and be able to go after it relentlessly, like you said? I think coming from where I came from was really helpful. Living week to week and never knowing, you know, how was I going to pay the rent this month or there were so many things. And it was just like a way of life that I'd gotten used to. But when we started talking about having children, I was like, I can't, we can't be like this anymore and, you know, sort of just I didn't want to be in that place. I didn't want to be in that place for my kids. And I think it sounds stupid probably, but being really, really broke all the time was really helpful in sort of helping me get out of there, I think, but definitely working on my mindset and not being afraid of making money and not being scared of money changing me. It's it's helped me make a big impact on the people that are around me. And I'm hoping that that impact just grows. Like I can get on podcasts and talk about it and, and impact a lot of people. That's cool. One thing that's kind of really striked me is like, especially when you first started the business map and stuff, you were talking about that your mindset was changing a lot. 
And you, it sounds like you've really gone from a lack mindset to a really abundant mindset. And it's really hard for people to get to that space, to get to the place where they transfer something from lack, there's not enough, or I, I can't do, or like whatever it is, to the stage where you're like, I can invest in myself. I believe in myself. We can make this happen. I don't care about going broke because I believe I can create new money, like all that kind of stuff. So that process right there, is it something that you consciously worked on? Is it something that you just woke up to? Is it something that you think about a lot? I definitely had to fake it until I made it. Um, when I first started learning about especially money mindset, I thought this just all sounds like <laughs> a bunch of airy-fairy stuff and it's not going to work for me. But then I just noticed that there were people who were doing what I was doing, except they were doing it really well and they were making a lot of money and that was their sole job. And I thought, well, if other people are doing it, well, then why the hell can't I? And so I spent a lot of time just journaling and just going for walks and just thinking all the time. And I had to say a lot of things out loud to people who might have thought I was being stupid. But I thought if I, I believe that I can actually make this work. I said that enough until I actually did believe it. And now it's like, I have so many amazing clients who love working with me. Like nearly everyone who I work with becomes a friend. And my business is just, it's part of my life. I think I don't really know I don't know how to explain it. It's just everything I do. It's like I would want to do that in my spare time anyway. So it's just really helped me cultivate this this amazing thing. Like my life is completely different to what it used to be and it's definitely come from faking it until I've made it. Yeah, I love that. Just because like you're saying like you had a problem with people that had money and things like that and I know I did when I grew up as well and I remember reading a book not too long ago. It's like, if you despise and hate people that are rich, it means you've decided you're never going to be rich and you can't become someone that you hate. So that means you've like kept yourself poor forever. And it's funny because such a big mindset shift in there. It's like, how do you change your mindset around not being happy and grateful for those people to now like respecting those people and everybody else and then allowing stuff to happen for you regardless of what other people will think? Because I think... For, for myself, like it was such a hard process because I, because I judged people that had money so much, I believed people were going to judge me and I believe people would think I'm a sellout. I believe people, they would form their own opinion without even knowing me. But I think when you keep moving towards that abundance mindset, you realize like, hey, I don't care about getting judged by people that I don't aspire to be or they don't have the success that I want to have or they're not more successful than I am. And I think that like really freed me up as well. I 100% believe that it's so easy to to just fall into the trap, like especially when your friends or your family don't have a lot of money or they have bad thoughts around money. It can be really hard to escape that. And I'm not going to lie, I've, I've lost friends and there's family members who I don't speak to as often anymore. And it makes me sad, but I think the best piece of advice I've ever gotten is to not take advice from people who you don't aspire to be like. And that has changed my life and I've never been happier really. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely something I live by for sure. So I'm always vetting like someone's advice. Is this coming from someone from a fear, scarcity mindset, or is this coming from someone that wants to see me grow, has my best interest, has already succeeded, has already gone through the things I want in my life? Do I aspire to that in my life? And if that's the case, then I'm like, okay, that's the person I need to get into a room for, with. That's the person I need to pay to be in a mastermind. That's the person that needs to be my business coach because that's the person I want to learn from. 
Absolutely. And I had to do just that because none of my friends were entrepreneurs. Everyone just worked like normal nine to five jobs like regular people do. And I live in a small town and I feel like a lot of people would think, well, that's just what you do. You you get married and you have some babies and, you know, that's your life now. And I don't know, I just, that didn't interest me. So I had to really get out of my comfort zone a lot and reach out to people And that's been really hard. It's really scary to put yourself out there like that and just, I know, sort of force yourself onto people and make them your friends. But yeah, definitely get into those business groups on Facebook and sign up to those masterminds and it just unlocks everything. Hey, so just to finish things up, I want to know in the last six months after just changing your life completely, changing the whole structure of your life, your family, your everything, going through the ups and the downs that you have, massive downs, massive ups, do you regret any of it? Do you regret like taking charge of your life, becoming a creative entrepreneur, making your own income, making your own time, making your own friends, making your own connections, putting yourself out there vulnerably, getting uncomfortable, doing the stuff that I know you've absolutely not wanted to do and haven't loved, but you've done anyway. Do you regret any of it? I regret nothing. (laughs) I feel like everybody says, oh, I bet you wish you did it sooner, but this is definitely the journey that I'm on and I couldn't have, like nothing could have come before what I'm doing now and I couldn't have done things differently, I don't think. Like this is is the path and as much as it has sucked at times, that's how you get results, I think. You really have to make yourself uncomfortable. So any last words for the creative entrepreneur that's out there right now going like, okay, Justine, I want to be uncomfortable, I'm keen, let's do this. How can you inspire us right now? I'm pretty sure I said this the last time I was on your podcast, but it was something along the lines of just do it. If something scares you, don't just put it in the back of your mind, like journal it out, think about it, think about what's actually making you uncomfortable because I bet it's you that's standing in your own way from the things that you want. Love it. Thank you so much. And where can we find you so we can stalk your Instagram, check out your website, all that kind of stuff? You can find me on Instagram at dreamcave and my website is dreamcave.co. Sweet. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in again. We're definitely going to get Justine on the podcast again in six months so we can see where she goes. But big thank you for coming onto the podcast and chatting with us. If you want to find me on Instagram, say hello on the DMs and I can DM you Justine's website as well. It's at jialong.co. Other than that, the six-figure business map is open for enrollment in April. So if you didn't know that, if you're not on the wait list, get over to the website because like I tell you, you need to be on the wait list so you can find out all the good stuff and join our community. So again, thank you so much for listening and I'm going to see you guys next week.